New to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is your place for honest answers. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. Andrea Donsky is away today. Well, I love talking about family companies that are devoted to their product and their mission. And so I'm thrilled to have back on Naturally Savvy Radio, the wonderful Cindy Bigelow. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm so happy that you like to talk about the, our favorite subject, tea, because it, it is a fun one to talk about. Well, it is. Well, I'm at the end of a cold. And let me just tell you, without your tea, I don't know what I would have done. I drank so much of the chamomile vanilla because it's just so relaxing. And I love vanilla. And then if I wanted something with the probiotics, I had some of the lemon ginger. And then there's the peppermint. And I got some manuka honey and threw it in there. And that really, really helps whether you're sick or not, but especially this time of year. So thank you for all your great tea. That's so funny. I have a chamomile vanilla with honey right in my hands and I'm taking it home. Oh. So I'm going to start to, I'm going to drink the box this week. How funny is that? Huh, small world. That is very, I love that particular yeah, tea. I really do. World. It is very soothing, but it's very flavorful. So it's very satisfying at the same time. Nice and relaxing. Yes, it is. Well, okay, Cindy, you just came out with a fantastic commercial that I absolutely love. You have a new campaign we're going to talk about today. Tea proudly. Tell us about this. Oh gosh. Uh, we literally, Yesterday, it was just launched. And our Tea Proudly wow. campaign is really over a year of work where we as a family company are always challenging ourselves, how do we get the message out to our consumers who we are and what we do? And it was, it's, it, you know, when you talk to consumers, so many people don't know we're a family company. So many people don't know that we produce our tea bags right here in America. And so many people don't understand our commitment and our passion and our travels and our dedication to quality. So, you know, we sat around for so many, so many hours and really thought about, you know, who are we and what do we represent? And that's where this um, hashtag Tea Proudly campaign was born. And so we worked, again, really trying to put together a 30-second commercial that, you know, is also, you know, online, but it is also in the New York TV uh, market where it, sh- it shares who the Bigelow family really is. And hopefully it will resonate with people that, you know, this is, this is the face, the passion, the people behind, you know, Bigelow Tea. It's not just this big company that, you know, is a big commercial company that, you know, is only worrying about profit or, you know, so many things that are issues with public companies today as a private family company, you know, there are things that we really care about, the environment and the quality of our teas and our employees. And so this was our first attempt at really trying to let people know who we are. Well, it is fantastic. Where can people see it? Because I've watched it several times already. I really enjoy it. Well, um, I believe if you go onto our website, you can see the commercial, which is really good. So you go to uh, com, and then or you can actually, I think you can even go to www.tproudly.com. So you can either get it on BigelowT.com or www.tproudly.com. I would definitely recommend you check it out. It's kind of a fun 30-second commercial where it really is, it's, it's a quick commercial in, 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 in the sense of gets a lot of information, keeps you very engaged, uh, and it's kind of exciting, but at the same time simple enough where you get the, the basic messages we're trying to do. So, yeah, I would definitely check it out. It's fun. We're so happy. As I said, yesterday was its first day. 
Oh, well, excuse me. Yeah, well, I absolutely love it. And you have here's how we tea proudly. That's hashtag tea proudly on the site. You have our family knows you deserve more. Quality is about the details because flavor matters and reinventing tea in America. And I was really taken by the fact that uh, you're sending tea to our troops. Yeah, actually, um, we've been doing that now for about five years. We've sent about a million bags a year um, for a very special formula, a very special box to our soldiers around the world. So we've just passed the five million free tea bag to our soldier mark this year. We work with the USO. We work with a lot of different organizations. And this product is 100% grown in America um, at the Charleston Tea Garden in South Carolina. The package was designed by a friend of mine whose son had uh, gone through three tours in Iraq and came back and took his life. Um, And obviously that's very devastating for everyone. So my friend Duke designed the package sort of to honor his son, Jake. And uh, then we do not sell this product. You cannot buy it. It is not for sale. And uh, it's just for people who want to make sure we can get um, sort of a it's a thank you card. The box and the package that the tea bags are in are written like a thank you card to our soldiers uh, for bringing peace around the world. And we want them to use this tea as an opportunity to extend a hand for the people that they're helping overseas and share a cup of tea together. Oh, Cindy, that is so beautiful. And I'm so sorry for your friend's loss. Yeah, that was uh, more than tragic, um, for sure. Yes. And at least... In this way, that package, uh, that design, and and the the, the sort of the, the the spirit behind it is clearly staying alive with the Tea for the Troops program that we're doing. I'm so glad, Cindy. What do you say to non-tea drinkers who just aren't familiar with the joy of tea? To put it simply, well, you know, um, uh, you know, some people, you know, they're they're very avid either coffee drinkers or they don't drink anything hot. You know, I definitely run into people like that. I always do try to encourage if they're somebody that doesn't like hot, I'll say, you know, our hot teas make amazing iced teas. So even like our chamomile vanilla, I always tell them, you know, you can make it iced. And if you don't like caffeine, our herbal teas, again, like our chamomile vanilla, are great iced. So they give a little flavor, all the health benefits of the herbs. So I always try to share that that is an option for people who don't want hot. And for coffee lovers... I say, you know what, listen, if you want to consider an alternate maybe later on in the afternoon, um, it's, it's a great way to, uh, to, to round out your drinking uh, portfolio. <laughs> but so many people drink tea now because they just know how good it is for them. So mostly I always deal with people who just, are, just love tea or avid tea drinkers. Well, you know, for people who don't know how good tea is for them, let's talk about that. What are some of the health benefits, especially in the tea that you're using? I mean, you're traveling around the world. You're getting the best, uh, uh, what would I say, spices and herbs and teas. (laughs) Well, that does make a difference. And believe it or not, you also want to protect teas from oxidizing. As they oxidize, they lose the antioxidant properties. And so when I am talking to people about the health benefits of teas, um, you know, I always say, you know, both green tea and black tea both have health benefits. You know, green tea, the studies are out constantly on cancer. Black teas are out on cardiovascular, heart attack, and stroke. But all teas, you know, green, black, or oolong, which come from the tea bush or the camellia sinensis, are so good for you. But 
then I do tell them that you do need to protect the tea. So as tea ages and dries out, it loses some of its antioxidant properties as it oxidizes. So you do, that's why we put ours in foil. So I'm always very, very careful to explain to people that it is important to protect your tea, both from a flavor perspective, but also from a health perspective. Uh, And, um, you know, the other thing is I just try to share them. There's so many varieties of tea. So if you want to try to do things for yourself, like put tea in your body, which is good for you to help your body get strong naturally, we have 130 different flavors for you to pick from. So there's so many wonderful options, both hot or iced. So, uh, you know, then, and then, of course, my uh, team back here calls me the tea fairy. Anytime I ever <laughs> meet anybody, I'm like, well, let me see. Let me hear your drinking habits. Okay, I think you would like this. And then off I send them a basket of tea, and, and, then, and then I try to convert them that way. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Well, you mentioned green tea, black tea, and oolong. What about some of the herbal teas? I'm assuming that some of the herbs, obviously, oh, like with the chamomile, so that has relaxing properties. Talk they to us about are, that. The thing about herbal teas is they're all different, right? They're fruit, spices, and herbs. So you can't make as much a blanket statement as you can about Camellia sinensis, the tea bush, which has a lot of studies behind it. In the case of herbs, which are so good for you, each herb is different, right? So chamomile, calming mint, stomach, raspberry, maybe if you're just a little, you know, nauseous. I mean, there's each herb is so good for you, but they're different. So I always recommend herbs for so many reasons. It's just when you start talking about the health benefits of tea, that usually equates to the studies and the Camellia sinensis bush. But I'm an avid, avid herbal herbal drinker. Like, for example, our lemon ginger with probiotic, right? So obviously mm. the health benefits of lemon, the health benefits of ginger goes without saying. And then the probiotic, we have worked with a, a company called Ganadin to ensure that when you get a cup of Bigelow tea with the probiotic, and I, I can't say this stands for every company that uses probiotics, our probiotics are active and in the right quantities so that after two cups uh, in, in over a two-day period, it actually is starting to build the right things in your gut, I guess is the right way to word that. So yeah, it's very important. But um, so I love herbs. I love herbs. I, I really love our lemon ginger with probiotic. That's an extra herb. That's yeah, herb it is plus. really nice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Let's let's jump into. I love Meet the Bigelow family. This is on BigelowTea.com. You know, I mean, I remember constant comments from when I was a kid, and that was Ruth Campbell Bigelow. Talk to us about the roots of your fantastic family company. Well, I don't know if you uh, know this, but uh, a story that just has been circulating, and we've gotten a lot of positive responses from is, you know, Constant Comment was created by my grandmother in the, um, or really in the early 50s, late 40s, and um, really didn't have much of a presence till maybe about 1960. Uh, it still was very small, but it had a, real, it had a, it had a following because it was a very unique uh, black tea with an orange rind sweet spice. It was an old colonial recipe in which she had modified. And, um, so it was very popular when it first came out in small, small circles, in gift shops and in college campuses, and it was the cool tea to drink. Well, Leonard Cohen, um, the wonderful singer and songwriter, just passed away. And one of his most famous songs, Suzanne, written in the 60s, I think around 1965, 1966, talks about how Suzanne serves him uh, tea with orange. And that is constant common. He writes in his books 
that Suzanne actually was serving him constant comment. And when he thinks about that wonderful afternoon with Suzanne, constant comment is very much part of that. So we were sharing with everyone with his passing how honored we were that his song really recognized my grandmother's, uh, you know, uh, special recipe. Well, a moment ago, I meant I, I called it constant comments. And that was because I had read earlier that Ruth had, you know, talked about her tea with her friends, and she re- received many constant comments. <laughs> that's pretty exactly cool. And that's how say. it got its that's name. Exactly the truth. She didn't know what to name it, right? I mean, she's it's yes. it was, nothing was like it. Lisa, nothing was like it in the marketplace. And um, there was green, there was black teas, that was it plain. And so to create this product, you know, oh, my God, now what do I name it? And so she was delighted when they said Constant Comet because she felt like that sounded like people were really talking about it. She thought that was really, that was a very good thing to do about something so unique. Uh, and it's funny, as the story goes, when later on when my parents started running the business and in the 70s when we had a little bit more money, we could talk to an advertising firm, not a big one, but we could talk to one. And they were like, oh, the first thing you have to do is change the name of Constant Comet. It cannot be called Constant Comet. It doesn't mean anything. And my father respectfully said, uh, sorry, but that's the name of the product. I'm not, I'm not changing that. And to this <laughs> day, him. it's still doing well. I think it's having a very good year this year. It's, it's amazing. It's a beautiful, beautiful yeah. product. Very unique. Recipe never changed. My parents still are the only ones that blend it. I mean, it's, it's, it's very unique. We honor that product uh, the, more than you can ever imagine back here. Now, Cindy, when you were growing up, did you assume that you, did your parents talk to you about eventually becoming part of the business or were they saying go out into the world and see where it brings you or do a little bit of both? What, what was the, what did they want for you and what did you want for yourself? We never had any conversations. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, they were talking about the business and, you know, when I was younger, I, I probably wasn't that interested. I would come home from high school and they were all in my kitchen you know, mom, dad, and Doris Gladwell, and Bill Magner, and a whole group of people were there testing our teas, Lou Helpman, and they'd have me test some teas, and I would give my little opinion and then bop off. And uh, But around high school, I really started saying to myself, that's what I want to do. I, that's what I want to do. And I guess I didn't really communicate it well, because I then went to uh, Boston College, and I worked for Joseph E. Seagram's after that. And then I called one day, and I said, okay, I want to go to graduate school and then come to work at the company. And they were like, what? And I said, what What'd you think I want to do? I mean, I've been majoring in marketing since high school. And uh, <laughs> they did not know. So I, somewhere around 16, 17, I had sort of made up my mind. Uh, and so then I joined the firm at uh, 26 years old after, you know, school and some years experience out in the marketplace. And I let them know, you know, from that point forward, you know, my goal was to really run the organization. That's what I wanted to do. Oh, that's fantastic. And under your leadership, I mean, you've done so many amazing things. I know that the annual Bigelow Tea Community Challenge, you initiated that, and that's donated over a million dollars to local charities. And 1.5, yeah, $1.5 million. Oh, 1.5, nice. We're really proud of that. Really oh, proud of that. should be. Yeah, now, is Laura started... your sister going back to family for a moment? Do, I'm sorry, what? Oh, is Lori Bigelow, is that your sister going back yes. to family for a moment? Yes. Oh, great. Yes, 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 yes. She worked at the company okay. <laughs> for about 35 years. She was the oh. designer of many of the, the flavors that are still so successful today. <sighs> she hasn't been in the company for, oh, I don't know, maybe 11 years for some health issues, um, mm. unfortunately. But her legacy lives on because of uh, so many of the products that she created 
that, uh, as I said, are still like huge successes for us. Oh, good. I see that her seasonal favorite is ginger snappish, and that I love ginger. She so designed good. ginger snappish, yes. That was probably one of her last teas that she designed with the company um, uh, way back, and it's still, it's just, it's a delightful, delightful herbal product. It really is. Well, I didn't mean to interrupt about uh, oh, no. all the great work you've done. Tell us a little bit more about some of the things you've done with the annual Bigelow Tea Community Challenge. Well, just the beginning of how that started, you know, I always try to tell people that not everything we do in life is strategic, and, and sometimes you'll have a little voice that'll say, gee, maybe I could do that. That sounds like a good idea. Uh, and I always say, that's what you, you need to really listen to, that little voice. If a little voice is saying, gee, maybe I can do that, that seems like a good thing to do. And I'm talking about good things, not something crazy, obviously. Um, <laughs> you know, that voice really, you need to listen to it. And so this road race started because a, a man that worked for us that actually was across the desk from me uh, back in the late 80s, son had died in a car accident. Uh, at high school. He was in high school, the son. And this poor man was so upset. I said, Jesus, there's something we can do to help him in some way. I wasn't even that close to him. I was very young. He'd been in the company many years. And so I said, why don't we put on a little road race and we'll give the money to the high school that he was going to and we'll have a little scholarship in his name. And that's how we started. Well, now all these years later, basically 29 years, will be 30 this next September, you know, $1.5 million, about 20 different charities we support. Uh, it's just it's something we're so proud of, Lisa, so proud of. And it started with this little voice saying, I wonder if we could do something for Don Shalevitz to help him know that we care so much about what happened to him and his loss of his son, Dave Shalevitz. That is so beautiful. And yet you've taken it even further by continuing to help organizations in need. Oh, yeah. That has, as I said, expanded to so many or wonderful organizations. We um, try to support local organizations, basically family-oriented, women, children, education, basic needs, shelter, food, food pantries. Uh, we also do the seniors, the senior center here, which, how sweet is this? They just changed the name to the Bigelow Center which actually oh, blew us great. away. And the reason why they changed it to the Bigelow Center is this is just, I really can't even understand this, but they said we are the only corporation in the community that supports the Senior Center. And we've been supporting oh. it now for 28 years. And uh, so they said in, in honor of that, we'd like to uh, change the name. We, we, we want to remove the word senior out of our name. We'd like to make it a little more contemporary. So we'd like to call it the Bigelow Center for Senior Activity. And I was like, what? <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> so they just they just did that. So, yeah, we've expanded to help some beautiful, beautiful organizations uh, in our community. Well, you know, I'm so glad you're here today because I love that we're getting the word out about Bigelow, that you're a family company, that you make your tea in America, that you do all this great charity work and that you're helping so many people. And I'd love to jump. We have a few more minutes. Let's talk about how to make the perfect cup of tea because that can make a big difference in the taste, correct? It is so important. And uh, <laughs> it is so important. And it really is important that you start with cold, fresh water. It doesn't have to be bottled at all. Cold fresh water um, because it's the air bubbles in that water that will unfurl the tea leaf. So you always want to start with cold water, not water that's already boiled and water that's sitting in some kind of whatever machine. Now, this is the perfect cup of tea. That doesn't mean everyone's going to do this, but I'm going to shoot for the moon, fall amongst the stars. <laughs> so fresh, cold, aerated water. Then as soon as you bring it to a boil, when it just starts to boil, you don't want to let it boil too long because you're losing that air. You pour it over your tea bag, 
You put a little lid on top of it, whether it's the saucer. So all that flavor, the antioxidants, are all going back into the cup. You let it steep for really your preference. But for us, green tea, about two minutes. Herbal tea is about four minutes. Black tea, four to five minutes. Uh, and then you remove the tea bag because you do not want those tannins to continue to go into the cup. Um, and for green tea, you don't want it to boil exactly come to a full boil just as the air bubbles start um, you see them in, uh, coming to the surface, which is why I like to use the pot for green tea. And then you use, that's the water. You don't want it to quite be at a boil. That's a little too much for the green leaf. Green leaf is a little more sensitive because it is not oxidized. So it's, it's important that it's not quite boiling. So there's the perfect cup of tea. <laughs> you know, we've talked about this before, but I grew up in a home where my mother, I sw- she would use a tea bag so many times. There was always a tea bag sitting in a little glass jar on the counter or a little cup. And but what ideally, what should is it okay to use it more than once? Do you, I well, mean, first of all, how dilute? Okay. I guess it depends. I say if you're drinking tea, okay. God bless you. Whatever, however you want to do it is fine. Um, the, you know, it, it really depends. If for from a flavor perspective and an antioxidant perspective, the first cup is the best. Um, I would rather you add more ounces to your first pour and let it sit an extra minute than reuse the tea bag starting all over again. Uh, It is very hard to get good flavor extraction. Now, people do it, and that's fine. But, again, if you're really trying to get the maximum flavor, the maximum antioxidants, it's really one serving per tea bag. All right. Well, Cindy, this has been so great. I hope everyone will go to teaproudly.com. And I'm assuming people are tweeting and on social media, the hashtag teaproudly. Oh, that is great. I hope they do. I hope they check it out and they let us know what they like about the commercial or they send us something that they do with tea and they could be part of the hashtag teaproudly movement. Ooh, nice. Oh, I'm going to do something. (laughs) I'm excited. And, of course, they can go to BigelowTea.com. Cindy, was there anything else you'd like to add today? No, just uh, thank you, Lisa, so much. Um, You know, we love talking about tea, and we really do love to try to spread uh, some goodness, both with a cup of tea and also spread goodness into the community every day. And I think that's important for all businesses and all people to really think about, uh, especially in today's times, to really just kind of, spread that goodness around and you letting me talk to you and share that message uh, means, means so much to all of us. So thank you. Well, it's always a joy. I want to thank everyone for listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. You can hear the podcast anytime. You can go to iTunes. You can go to RadioMD.com. So thank you for listening. Everybody make that great Bigelow cup of tea and have a great day. Stay well. Thanks, Lisa. <laughs>